Welcome to Psychos and Sa- uh, Sociopaths are Angry Faithful. Now we're going to go uh, talk about, and Johnny brought this one up, uh, Jane Topin. Yes, and, and, and credit, shout out goes to my fiance, Mindy, because she was the one that brought it to my attention as we're walking past a, hus- a hospital uh, during our trip last week. So if we're going to say this, we've got to say it properly. We're going to talk about the Nastians through the whole thing. Oh, no, not the whole thing, because one, that's hot on the throat. Two, that's just obnoxious, and people well, will turn us out. Well, like, if, it, if it's obnoxious, just, just take a couple of kids in your mouth, probably about a million. It should fix it out right up. <laughs> I, almost, I, almost, I almost broke my, uh, uh, my laptop on that one just by your face. Uh, uh, if if you're watching on our video uh, but if you're listening and you hear like a long pause johnny is looking at me like he's i had to to pick my jaw up off the floor and my brain kind of just went into neutral because i i refused to process the dribble (laughs) that poured forth from the ungated sewer attached to mr dickerman's head that hey that was that was that's under his nose connected to that lump three feet above his ass that was that was my pickup line at one point in time it's like hey you want to be a daycare today i don't know why i don't pick up women i just don't honestly yeah. all right so jane topin t-o-p-p-a-n Uh, She was a nurse who went on a killing spree that started in 1885 with patients and friends and had claimed up to 30 victims by its end at 1901. Um, Well, okay. There's a lot of different stuff that's going on here. Uh, I mean, I say stuff, but there's a lot of different articles that are out there. Um, They're saying that that she may have killed as many as 30 people with forensic uh, toxicology in its infancy. She got away with morphine murders for years before she knew... uh, because she knew more about overdose poisoning than most doctors and detectives so well uh on the on the uh (laughs) kill list on this she has 12 confirmed 31 confessed and more than 100 suspected yeah so she was born honora kelly in 1854 to irish immigrant parents in the south end of boston right so her mother would die of tuberculosis and her father was a drunk with mental issues, abandoned Honora at a, uh, to a foundling uh, orphanage. So she was indentured at the age of six to a Lowell couple and it's L-O-W-E-L-L. It's a suburb. It's kind of like to the, I think if I'm not mistaken, to the north a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, Abner and Ann Topan, who gave her a new name. After she was jilted as a young woman, Topin repeatedly tried suicide. Failing at that, she began training as a nurse at Cambridge Hospital, where she approached her 30, as she approached her 30th birthday, a certified spinster in those days. Uh, The stout brunette was no Florence Nightingale. She was nudged out of two hospitals after a series of aged patients died under her care. She was suspected of neglect, not murder. Although she was rebuked for reckless use of opiates on patients. So Open went freelance in the 1890s, visiting homes of wealthy patients to administer treatment regimens and prescribed by, or prescribed by doctors. 
Again, the health of many of her under of uh, many under her care took sudden fatal turns. Um, doctors were clueless at the time, so they explained the deaths with one or or another dismissive uh, dismissive diagnoses like uh, old age, bad heart, uh, apoxy, uh, diabetes, uh, strangulated hernia, things of that nature. Right, anything mm-hmm. but overdose. Uh, meanwhile, Topin used forged prescriptions to stockpile enough morphine to numb half the brains on Deacon Hill, which that is a rather large section of Boston, by the way. Um, she delivered it to her victims diluted in those doses of whiskey or for the uh, uh, teetotalers. Hyundai, the Hungarian curative sulfur water. So basically she would just dilute it in whiskey or water. Um, her roster of victims expanded from professional to personal, and any petty, petty quarrel was liable to send open scrambling for her morphine kit. In addition to patients, she killed her elderly Lowell Mass landlords, Israel and Lovely Dunham. She killed her best friend, Sarah Connors, at, uh, at the age of 48. Uh, she, did in her, uh, she, she did in her despised foster sister, Elizabeth Brigham, and that woman's sister-in-law, Edna Bannister and a housekeeper, Florence Calkins. And by the summer of 1901, Topin finally went too far. Um, she had rented a cottage for the season on Buzzards Bay from uh, Alden Davis, who got rich building a railroad linking Boston to Cape Cod. And when Davis prodded uh, Topin about her overdue rent, she decided to kill the entire family one by one. Jesus. Alden Davis, his wife, Mary, and their two daughters, Gen- uh, Genevieve Gordon, and Mary Gibbs were poisoned between July 4th and August 8th at their Cape Cod home in Catamount. At last, the inert authorities were spurred to investigate and found morphine in the exhumed body of Mary Gibbs. How did they figure out it was morphine back then? I guess somebody tipped her off. I guess maybe they finally got around to asking like the different pharmacies, the different hospitals, things like that, where these morphine supplies were being made available to medical professionals, i.e. nurses, and said, hey, we see her coming in all the time. So I'm willing to bet that enough of a paper trail finally decided to build up. Um, yeah, because back then, back then you could kill somebody and literally get away from it. There's some, there's, I mean, they're, uh, oh, there's they kill you. All the time from the turn of the century, yeah. Yeah, they would either like kill you or you'd only get like five years in prison or some shit like that. Especially if right. you're a woman. You could get totally get away with it if you're a woman. Oh, yeah. So Topin was charged with murder and placed on trial in Barnstaple, Cape Cod in June of 1902. Bellowing yellow journalism was at its climax. And Nurse Topin became a coast-to-coast sensation. So she was basically kind of like one of the first headliners, right? Like they made a big deal about it. Um, Psychiatrists added a layer of uh, psychosexual hysteria to the story when they reported that Topin told them that she found orgasmic pleasure in murder. A male dude, victim. dude, dude, even okay, even worse. Here, here's an article off of uh, Holger's uh, Hoosier State Chronicles, published uh, shortly after Topin uh, arrested, reported that she uh, would fondle her victims as they died and attempted to see their inner workings of their soul through their eyes. Under questioning, Topin stated that she de- uh, uh, derivated a sexual thrill from patients uh, being near death, which is what she said. Dude, could you imagine that? Just you're you're killing a person and you're you're 
I, I say some so, horrible things, but I don't and, even want to say horrible things. Well, and one. along those lines, a male victim who survived uh, her nursing said he awoke up from a morphine haze to find her straddling him. Oh, dear God. So William Randolph Hearst, New York Journal's depict, uh, uh, the, the Randolph Hearst uh, from the New York Journal. Yeah. Depicted Topin as a vile necrophile in a secondhand confession. The paper wheedled out uh, of James Murphy. Uh, so they, they wheedled that out. They say wheedled, W-H-E-E-L-E-D, wheedled. That's a cool word. I'm going to start using that. Um, wheedled out of James Murphy, who was her attorney at the time. It sounded more like a creative work of new pa- newspaper writer uh, rewriters. Um, describing her uncontrollable passion, Tobin says she no voice has had much melody in it as the one crying for life. No eyes as bright as those about to become fixed and glassy. No face so beautiful as the one pulseless and cold. You know what? I mean, and, and not to glorify what she did but that actually was kind of beautiful in a dark kind of a way that was actually kind of beautifully stated yeah i guess so but uh, okay it's, 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 and, and it's, it's kind of mind, beauty, up, beauty is always going to be in the eye of the beholder right yeah you know but just just the soliloquy I don't even know if that's the proper way to apply that word, but I mean, it just, it, it just the vernacular effortness or effort effortlessness that was applied to reading that dude, it just floats. I mean, it, to me, to me, that was a beautiful statement. I mean, I know it's dark, it's twisted and it, it can't. Well, you also gotta, you also gotta look at there. There's some women, if you show up with dead flowers, they love it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, oh, wave, you're in the camera. Huh? Wave, Colin, I can see you back there. There we go. All right. So, um, a journal wordsmith added her recital of her crimes makes one blood, one's blood run cold. She is told of the death of her victims as if she were talking about a summer picnic at which she enjoyed herself. Of the fiendish subtlety she employed in ending human lives, the patients she maintained during the the praxisms preceding disillusion the exuberance and joy which came to her and she saw their eyelids pressed down ladies and gentlemen that is the water boy being played in the background my boys have not seen it yet and beings is that i'm a good dad I'm introducing them to that part of the Adam Sandler multiverse. Well, my daughter wants to watch Invincible when she gets here. So so you're going to expose it to Mike Wahlberg and, you know, his uh, attempt to make the Philadelphia Eagles, right? That 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 Invincible? Oh, no. I know which Invincible you're talking about. God, yes. what kind of? That's totally. No. I thought you I were want you. About... I want you to take your hand and I want you to put it as arm's length as you possibly can then draw it back as fast hard as possible. and I re-trigger another concussion I'm going to come after you and I'm I'm, I'm going to hurt you in a ma- major <laughs> way okay um her trial ended with a, vic- a verdict of not guilty due to inherited insanity she was locked away at the Massachusetts Mental Hospital in Taunton where she survived for decades she died at the age of 84 in 1938 Topin's confession claimed 31 murders, though the body count is gauzy. 
as with most serial killers. I'm Yet she is on that rarely one. included among others in the pantheons of villains. Bundy, Gacy, Dahmer, Warnos, etc. Perhaps because of the insanity verdict. But like the pitless psychopath she was, Topin declared she felt no remorse whatsoever. Her one regret that she got caught by killing too many Davises too quickly. That, Nurse Topin declared, was the greatest mistake of my life. Yeah, she's just a crazy. She felt no remorse in it. And willing i'm willing to put money on it that because she said that was her greatest mistake if she could go back and do it all over again that uh she probably would have just paid the rent and not killed the landlords and just gone on about her way we 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 could probably be talking about one of the more prolific serial murderers in american history yeah but also if you look at it and, and you already did say this she was technically like ted bundy i mean if you look at uh, all the stuff that he did and how he did it and what he got off on it i mean she she wasn't really more horrific to the point to where she was like biting off uh nipples and stuff like that or doing anything like that but if you look at the the psychology of it and, and pair the two they're yeah. almost like well, I mean, there's a lot of differences on the murders, but they are yeah. all a lot of life. She even, propo- she even proposed that a trip to the altar would have spared her a life from many, uh, of infamy as one of as one of America's most prolific female serial killer uh, murders. "Quote: If I had been a married woman," she once mused, "I probably would have not killed all of these people." End quote. But she was never even like. I don't even think that that was a blip on her radar. Because like, you know, like, like I said earlier, I mean, it's, at the age of 30, unmarried, that's, that's spinster status back at the turn of the century. Yeah. But if you also look at it this way, is for what I've noticed, a lot of the female serial killers don't actually start killing when uh, they have to go through like menopause. I think. I think it's, yeah, it's just it my concern that she started she started ex- uh, exhibiting those 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 traits before thirty. Okay, yeah. So got me on that. I one. think a lot of it. <clears throat> I think a lot of it because you remember, you know, her dad, her mom died of yeah. uh, tuberculosis, and her dad had mental issues. So yeah, okay. So I could see the inherited insanity. But with the with the mental issues, I mean, her dad dumped her off at a damn at an orphanage. Yeah. Well, you also got to look, look. The thing about back then, though, is it's like what I said. Uh, I said earlier, back the, in that time frame, women yeah. could get away with murder, and they just have to. I was like, oh, they're not right. It's, it's because back then women were considered a experience in the vapors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but back then women women were i mean even today in the small and minute things depending on what judge you get uh women were considered or and somewhat considered now uh something that needed to protect even if they did something horrible and everything unless you get like i mean look at what happened with casey anthony yeah i mean that woman should have freaking fried. 
Oh, she should like baloney. But like I said, you know, the prosecution, the prosecution shit the bet on that case. Just like and now, and, and to kind of bring something more current event here, Kyle Rittenhouse. The dude's not guilty to begin with, at least as far as my eye is concerned, and the majority of Americans that are you know concerned, he he's not guilty, right? He it was all self defense, all three counts, right? I mean, the prosecution is absolutely shitting the bed right now. I mean, they are. Well, it's not even the so prosecution. Like three days it's in really a row the, now. They've gotten really yelled at by the judge for violating certain constitutional rights, i.e. like the right to remain silent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Admitting or uh, uh, submitting a video that was already ma- uh, deemed inadmissible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, trying, they're trying their damnedest. And... What's really sad, and this is getting way, way off topic, but we were, I was wanting to talk about this tomorrow when we do What the Hell or Sunday. I think we're going to do Sunday. Yeah, we can oh, do what the hell. Uh, But on, on the facts of all the stuff that's on video and everything like that, now to put my two cents and how I view on this, mm-hmm. he shouldn't have fucking been there in the fucking first place. Well, okay, we could we could play devil's advocate and be like he shouldn't have been there to begin with. Yeah, we can say that all day long, but I mean, it was his right to be there, and it was his right to openly carry. Now, I love I love the argument that the prosecutor tried to make today. He said, "What normal person carries an AR-15 in body armor in the trunk of their car?" Uh, my kid. Depending on what. Depending on what kind of uh, area that you work in or live in, I mean, I mean if I was in Haiti, if I was in Haiti, I would, I'd be, I would be in like a full kit, right? But they keep trying to say things like, you know, this isn't normal behavior. I mean, they keep trying to marginalize every anything and everything they can. They're trying to go for whatever angle. The fact of the matter is, is that when their star t- their star witness on this final count said that he was not fired upon until he was standing over Kyle Rittenhouse pointing a pistol that a he should have never had because he is a convicted felon he pointed that pistol down at him and then he got shot yeah you know and that prosecutor sitting over there going oh yeah the famous that was so palm. glorious dude it was so was... glorious but... and what what, what what's really sad is is the fact that even one of the witnesses said the prosecutors told them to lie on stand so yeah so if any of that transcript if any of that was transcribed and it gets out oh those guys are fired oh yeah that, that that prosecuting team could go ahead and just hang it up you know i mean much like our own local district attorney announced today plans for re-election. And I'm going to go on record as saying this. My, my opinions, my thoughts and opinions do not reflect those of Angry Me Productions. They might, but I'm just, you know, that legal disclaimer. I, I mean, don't care if it is a yellow dog Democrat. I don't care if it's the fucking dog catcher. If anybody runs against John Gillespie here in Wichita County for district attorney, I'm voting for that person. <laughs> I, yeah, you 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 you'd write in Mickey Mouse. I would, Roger fucking Rabbit. 
but uh you know it's really sad but that guy eddie (laughs) you know it's sad though for 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 someone that you know i I don't want to have this as a political standby or anything like that but we already had like two potential governors come on the show right one one dropped out one still running no if, if if mr gillespie wants to come on the show by election law rules, we have to let him on because we have to give him some airtime. Only if we've had another candidate, though. So we just want yeah. to interview everybody for for district attorney. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Luckily, no one pays attention. You totally attention. didn't even pick up on that whole Roger Rabbit impression I just did. <laughs> no, I did. I thought it was wonderful. Stop being a little bitch. I was like, "Come on, you want me? You do? You, do you want me to go to the store buy you a bag of cookies?" You better watch out because if you don't back off, I'm telling you right now, oh boy, I've got bullets back in the trunk that are bigger than your head. (laughs) So chocolate chip or white chocolate macadamia? How about this? 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 Ah, ah, Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Since we're uh, since, since we're viable time and and uh, I'm 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 no I'm I'm a good enough distance you can't kill me if it helps you sleep at night <laughs> yeah anyways <laughs> uh, thank you angry faithful for watching us and keeping up with us even at the last part but uh, this is angry another. Faithful. <laughs> that's is that our, our new sign? That, that's going to be our official salute now. No, wait, because it's kind of like a, a cross between the Wakandan salute. Well, it's just, it's an angry Wakandan salute. Salute, yeah. Oh, we could do that and just flip the birds and everything. I mean, uh, as long as we do it at like the they end. did in Colonial America. Fi! <laughs> <laughs> I never, I'm like, really? Fi? What is this? We're just, all right, angry faithful. If you're watching, this is how it's going to go. We're going to yell out, Angry Faithful, present arms. <laughs> <laughs> Just double barrel the screen. Yeah. Um, you know, that should be our next t-shirt. Angry Faithful Angry and Faithful just two better. Yeah, okay. Oh, no, that is our insider shirt. Yeah, we could do the insider. So we could do no, that is how we will do the Patreon. Okay, yeah. 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 Or, 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 or. So that way we don't get complacent into this whole, okay, well, I'm just going to kind of bide my time, blah, blah, blah. And it actually forces us to use things like, I don't know, our creative process. Um, Through our YouTube channel or through our Facebook page, we'll figure out a way to put up a link or whatever um, to our site. And you can work on this for the website. Put up a uh, angry, faithful section that requires a paywall so we can do like $30 a year and it gets well a, we have we have patreon so if we just do the uh okay, like so a do patreon just do the link to the patreon and then what we can do is we can do like an exclusive angry faithful episode every week that's exclusive to the patreon channel yeah i was thinking about that but we have so many we don't have that many people and everything because drinking bros do it with jack Manville on friday at six okay, o'clock well but yeah we can do something like that it's fuckheads. here's the here's the deal you you have a mission and you don't have a choice as to whether or not to accept it 
So let's get our membership up to a hundred followers on our YouTube channel. Cause as soon as that happens, we will watch the official Patreon channel for the angry faithful. Yeah. Oh, also uh, found out something. I think we can go live now on YouTube. Really? Yeah. I wanted to try it out this weekend. Okay. So Sunday's episode. All right, great. Um, let's do it after six. Because that way I can drop the boys off and, you know, I, we can get everything all stopped, you know, knocked out of the way and we can be raw. We can be <laughs> unfiltered, unedited. Well, we have to wait five minutes. We could just like. Sit. Yeah, I get it. I get that. But we can do a live episode. So, yeah, yeah there's that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try to do the live episode on uh, on uh, YouTube. Good thing about live the live episodes on YouTube is that they automatically upload themselves to the channel. Yeah, and I can what I can do after that is I can uh, <laughs> Once record post, the auto. I think it takes like thirty or forty minutes for them to actually post the, to the page. Yeah, the and I can record the audio as long as it doesn't go past like an hour and a half. Ah, uh, yeah, no, we'll we'll set a timer for ourselves. Yeah, that's the only scripting that we'll have. Yeah, I love yeah. how we I love how we do our business st- uh, stuff while we're recording is freaking awesome it gives people uh the idea of what to expect next right exactly so you know if, if you're a follower of our channel we thank you if not go fuck yourself <laughs> all right well all right, thank you know you. what just real quick i i gave the the movie fat man another chance the other night uh the one with mel gibson in it where he played i Fat-Man. love that movie man it was a good movie we, well see the first time i watched it it was like the weekend that it came out on streaming and i was like i fell asleep Oh, and I was okay. like, you know what? It was on sale on Voodoo, so I, I bought it. It was like nine bucks, and I, I watched it yesterday. As a matter of fact, I'm like, you know what? I'm in the mood for a Christmas movie, but I want something with violence. And I don't watch Die Hard until Christmas Eve. That is just my yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my tradition. And uh, Mindy is going to now be part of that tradition because I'm like, look, it, it's this has to happen. It's it's something that just it's a thing right so yeah but uh yeah so i watched fat man yesterday and you know what you're right i mean you didn't say anything to me about this movie but i mean i completely agree with you i absolutely love that movie you weren't in the group chat when i did mention it no i was not and so like like that scene right there at the end whenever you know the kids getting visited yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's got that gaping scab over his eye right and he's like saint nick's got his eye on you kid i'm like that is some grizzly clint eastwood slash mel gibson had a love child angry shit right there and that was beautiful no that was mel gibson i mean it was I know, straight up I, mel know. Gibson. I know it was mel gibson i'm just saying that sounds like some angry crap that like clint eastwood would say like if clint eastwood were to play santa claus he'd be like i've got my eye on you punk <laughs> he would he would it would be a cross between dirty harry and gunny and gunnery sergeant highway okay you know he would be like uh you can whip me you can beat me you could even kill me just don't bore me. <laughs> like, Look, just because you left cookies 
milk out for me doesn't mean that we're going to take long hot showers together comprende (laughs) (laughs) another good movie to watch anyways thank you for watching psychos and sociopaths episode i'm david dickerman i'm johnny skelton and this is psychos and sociopaths thank you angry faithful (laughs)